0: Have you ever wondered the reason why you hate yourself so much? And the reason might be because you have addictions. And addictions sucks because you cannot stop doing things that you know are bad for you. Because when you consciously know that something is bad for you, but you still cannot help yourself but do it, afterwards you hate yourself. And on top of that, you lose respect, you lose trust and you lose confidence in yourself. And most likely, you already know that addictions can come in many forms. Because usually people, when they hear addiction, they think about alcohol and drugs. But there's more to it. You could be addicted to sugar, social media, Instagram, TikTok, sex, video games, vaping, smoking, watching thoughts on TikTok, watching Instagram models, watching dirty websites, These are all forms of addictions. Now, it's important to realize if you have addictions or not. So how do you know if you have an addiction or not? You could ask yourself, is there something that you're doing almost every single day that decreases the quality of your life and that would take a lot of effort and willpower for you to stop doing that thing? If yes, if you realize that you have addictions, why should you get rid of it? You should get rid of it, not only because addictions make you do things that you know are bad for you and then because of that you hate yourself, but also because addictions take a lot of energy and time that you could have instead used for yourself to improve your life. Now, I will share a bunch of tips and advice So feel free to use whatever is the most convenient to your own situation. But make sure to still till the end because this information will change your life, just like it did for me. Now, the first thing I would highly recommend is to replace your addiction with another addiction. Now, before you say anything, let me explain. We are all addicted to something, good or bad. So one person might be addicted to video games while the other person is addicted to reading and learning. So, you could replace your bad addiction with a good addiction. Now, I wanna be clear, it doesn't mean that you replace a bad addiction with another bad addiction. Like some people, they are addicted to drugs and then they stop taking drugs, but now they're becoming alcoholics. Like, it's it's not better, okay? Or people who want to stop smoking and instead they now get addicted to uh, nicotine patches. Well, I guess, yes, it's it's better a little bit because you're not inhaling this smoke with those toxins, but again, you still haven't solved the problem. And look, I'm not telling you, like, stop using nicotine patches, like, do whatever you want, but just... Just make some research, make sure that there's no like side effects or other things that could potentially go wrong. So make sure that you're not replacing a bad addiction with another bad addiction. Here you replace a bad addiction with a good addiction. Now you might wonder how do I know which good addiction or good habit to use To replace the bad addiction that I want to get rid of. So you could ask yourself, why do you have this bad addiction? What is the need that you're trying to solve by using this bad addiction? And once you find the need, the why, then you can find a new way to solve this need or problem. But now, instead of using a bad addiction, you're using a good addiction to solve it. So let's see how you can apply this in real life. So for example, you're trying to stop smoking. What you could do is just ask yourself, what happens right before I take a cigarette? How do I feel? What are the patterns that lead me to smoking? And then you realize that, oh, every time you're about to smoke, you are stressed. You you were feeling anxious. So now you realize that the problem is stress. And that triggers you to try to solve this, this stress, this problem, and you do so by smoking, which is the bad addiction. It's the solution that you found to solve the problem. Now, what if we change the solution? So it's the same problem. You're feeling stressed. But now instead you deal with that stress by working out, going for a run, taking a cold shower, taking deep breaths. So technically, if every time you're stressed, you do push-ups, well, technically you're addicted to push-ups, but it's a good addiction. It's beneficial to you. Unlike smoking, which is again a solution to stress but it deteriorates your health. So it's the same problem, stress, but there's different solutions. One solution has negative effects on your life, smoking, or you have another solution which has positive effects on your life, working out. So you might not be able to control the problem It's hard to control if, for example, you're stressed, but you can always control how you react to it, what you use to solve this problem. So make sure that the solution you use is always the one that is beneficial to you. Before I go to the next point, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. When I'm talking about addictions and habit, I treat them as the same. So we have good habit and good addictions, they go together. And then we have bad habits and bad addictions, they go together. So I use the terms interchangeably, right? Because sometimes the habit is the addiction. So just I just wanna make sure we're on the same page. Now, moving on. The other reason why you would want to replace a bad habit with a good habit is because if, for example, you get rid of the bad habit, and you don't replace it with anything else, now you have free time. And what will most likely happen is, you will develop a new bad addiction. So you don't want that. You don't want to develop a new bad addiction because it happens, right? You know, when people stop playing video games, which is amazing, right? They, they stop playing video games, they stop the, the bad addiction, they stop the bad habit of playing video games. But now they have free time, they don't replace it with anything productive, so now they just waste their time on Netflix. Okay? So just, it's important to replace the bad habit with a good habit. Now, I believe that there's two levels to stopping any addiction. The first level that you might be in is to clean up your environment so that it's easier for you to overcome your addiction. You purposely make it hard for yourself to indulge in this bad habit. You put obstacle between you and your addiction. Example, you're trying to stop eating sugar. What you could do is just clean up your environment. What I mean by that is take all the things that are sweet and just throw it in the garbage. Or just give it to like homeless people, right? What this will do for you is it will be easier To not eat sugar because you're not seeing it. You don't see 24 7 sugar on the kitchen table. So if you don't see it, you'll be more likely to stay away from sugar and not think about it. You're not going to be tempted. And if you do want to eat sugar because you don't have any sugar at home, you will have to drive to the store, buy candies or whatever, come back home and eat it. It's obstacles. It's it's friction. Because if it's just laying on your kitchen table, it's easy, right? It's easy to indulge in this addiction. You're just going to grab the, the candy bar and eat it. But if you have to drive to the store to eat a candy bar, you'll most likely be like, oh, I'm too lazy to drive to the store. I'm just not going to eat any sugar today. That's it. So you clean up your environment. Also, what you could do to make it harder for you to indulge in those addictions, to create you know obstacles and friction, what you can do is just tell people that are close to you about your addictions and tell them, I'm gonna stop doing this. For example, I'm gonna stop eating sugar. If you tell a bunch of people around you that you love and care about, you tell them, I'm gonna stop eating sugar, and then if you do eat sugar afterwards, that means you're a hypocrite. Other people will lose respect for you. And you don't want that. So every time you're, you're going to be about to indulge in this bad addictions, you will think twice. You're going to be like, okay, if I indulge in this bad addiction, other people will notice and they will lose respect for me because I told them that I'm going to stop doing this thing. So you will always think twice. Once you tell other people that You're not going to do a certain thing. You will try to live up to your standards and keep your word. Because if you don't keep your word and you indulge in your addiction, that means you're a liar. You're a hypocrite. And you don't want that. So, you see, you're purposely making it harder for you to indulge in this bad addiction. And look, talking about accountability and telling other people, what I'm doing right now is I'm talking to you, directly to you, okay? And if, I t- if I'm telling you that it's important to get rid of your bad addictions, but then once I finish recording the video, I don't get rid of my bad habits, well, that means I'm a hypocrite. So you are, without even knowing, you are keeping me accountable. If I'm telling you something, that means I have to do it too. So you are keeping me uncountable. So do the same thing. Find other people that will keep you uncountable so it's easier for you to get rid of your bad addiction. However, there's a problem with level one. Even if you get rid of all the negative factors that could influence you in your environment, since we live in a world where degeneracy is everywhere, is normalized and is accessible easily, Well, you cannot escape it. It's everywhere. You're not going to be able to control your environment all the time. You will get exposed because you cannot just stay in your house 24 hours, okay? You will have to get out in the world, but there's so much degeneracy that you will get exposed to it and you have to be prepared for it. Again, coming back to the sugar example, you... Stopped eating sugar because you cleaned up your environment. But then you have to go to work or school. And at work or school, your friends offer you free donuts. And because you see them, now you crave them and you eat them. Or you go to the supermarket and you buy your healthy food just like always. And then you wait in line to pay at the cashier. But then you look right next to you and there's a bunch of chocolate bars on display and you see it, you crave it, you buy it and you eat it. So you cannot always control your environment. This is why level two is about willpower. So level two means using your willpower. It's when the thing that you really wanna do is right in front of you, but you still don't do it because you know it's bad for you. And once you're at the level two, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your environment is full of degeneracy. You will do what is right for you because you have willpower. You become invincible. So, how do you get to level two? You have to train your willpower. How? You take your addiction. And you put it right in front of you so you can see it, right? Right in front of you. And you don't indulge in it. And I know it's risky because you might fall back into your addiction. But if you're able to go through this and control yourself and use willpower to not indulge in this addiction that is right in front of you, well, the addiction will have no more power over you. You will be free, and it's the greatest feelings in the world. Look, I know it might be a little hard to follow, so that's why I'm using a lot of examples. I want to make sure that you can understand how to apply everything I say into your own life. So, those two levels, how it translates to, for example, if you want to stop eating sugar. How it translates is, okay, you're at level one. You have cleaned up your environment, so you don't see any sugar, so you eat clean at home. But then you go to work, and your friends at work um, give you free donuts. And you see the donuts, and you crave them, so you eat them. But then you're like, damn, I know it's bad for me. I don't want to eat those donuts. So you tell yourself, okay, I got to go to level two. I have to train my willpower. So you get back home. On the way home, you buy donuts. Donuts are your favorite snack. Like it's it's the thing that just makes you melt, right? You love donuts. It's your favorite desert. You buy donuts. You put the donuts right in front of you you stare the donut in its eyes. You stare the donut in, into its soul and you look at him and you tell him, I'm not going to eat you. Okay? <laughs> this is willpower. You buy your favorite snack, the, your addiction, what you really love. You put it in front of you and you stare at it, but you don't indulge in it. You don't eat the donut. That's level two. When you have the addiction right in front of you, it's easily accessible to you, but you decide to not indulge in it. This is level two, this is where you should get at. Because level one, it's, it's good, it's good. But level one, the, level one, the problem is you're influenced by your environment. While your environment is clean and you don't have the addiction around you, you're good. But when, when the addiction is introduced into, the, into your environment, If you don't have willpower, if you're not at level 2, you will indulge in the addiction. So to summarize, level 1, when you clean up your environment, it gives you the confidence that you can go for long periods of time without indulging in your addiction. And then, because of level 2, because of willpower, it gives you the confidence that even though you're exposed to your addiction and to degeneracy, you are able to withstand it and just not indulge in bad behavior. So your identity shifts, you become someone and you identify as someone who doesn't indulge in his addictions. Now, which process is the best to get rid of your addiction? Is it better to do it gradually or just go cold turkey and just stop everything all at once well you can do both gradually would mean you just every single day you do less of your addiction and at some point you stop, You just stop doing it right like if you smoke three cigarettes per day the next day you smoke two then the next day you smoke one and then the next day you just don't smoke and this is just a basic example, right? But it applies to everything. To eating sugar, to video games. If you're all always playing three hours of video games every single day, then the next day, play two and a half. Then The day after that, only play two hours. Until you get to the day where you're just not playing video games. So, this is the gradual process, which works, okay? However, what I notice is that sometimes going cold turkey and stopping your addictions all at once is way more efficient than the gradual approach. And it's true that the first few days, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be really hard because you have to use a lot of willpower to not indulge in your addiction. But the more day passes and the more time passes by, it it starts to work in your favor. Because after three weeks of not indulging in your bad habits and your bad addiction, you're not gonna want to break that streak and indulge in that addiction. You will think twice, like for example, if you haven't been playing video games for about a month now, next time you get a, like, Uh, urge to play video games you will think twice because because you're proud of yourself right you're proud of yourself that you you've not played video games for one month now and you know that if you play video games now you're gonna break your streak of one month and you don't want to do that so you you will think twice like when you get those long streaks they work for you they they truly work for you because now you're proud of it And in this case, your ego works for you, okay? (laughs) Now, there's things that you should be really careful with. There are substances that if you stop them cold turkey without gradually reducing the dosage, you could die. And from the research that I've done, there's three things that I found. It's The first one is opioids, benzodiazepines. And alcohol however for alcohol look it doesn't mean having a a glass of wine every single day no no for alcohol if you stop it cold turkey you could die only if you're actually an alcoholic right you're drinking what I mean is you're drinking huge amount of alcohol every single day for a long period of time so you're probably not at that point of alcoholism where you could die from just stopping alcohol all at once. So, like, I don't think it's something you should be worried of, but if you are worried, if you're at this point when you're drinking so much alcohol that you're thinking that if you stop it, you might die, just make some research, right? Just be careful and make some research. But if you're watching this video, I don't think you're at that point of alcoholism that you could die from stopping alcohol, okay? So it's just something, just be careful, right? Just make your own research. So opioids, benzodiazepines, I don't know how to pronounce this, okay? And alcohol. Finally, the last factor that I want to discuss with you is if you have a long streak and you break it, do not get discouraged. Example, if you were able to not eat sugar for 3 days and then you eat sugar don't don't get discouraged don't don't tell yourself that you're a loser and that now it doesn't matter and be like oh well i broke my streak uh, i don't feel good so i'm just going to eat more sugar and now you go for another week of just eating sugar every single day instead what you could do is okay Just tell yourself, right? Okay, I broke my three-day streak and it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because I'm proud. I'm proud that I did three days and now let's aim for four days and you get right back into another streak. So you're being positive about it. You, You just see progress in everything you do. Look, the amount of time I messed up my streaks is just... I couldn't count it, right? I messed up my streak so many times. But if you keep a positive mindset about it, you will make progress. You will make progress because yes, you might break a streak of a week, but then you're going to get into another streak of two weeks, three weeks. And at some point, you will just stop doing those bad habits and you will stop doing those bad addictions. So don't get discouraged if you break your streak. Just right away, get back into another street and aim for higher, okay? All right, I hope this was helpful and I will see you in the next episode. Peace out.